Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Hey, what does it take to be the number one irons in golf? Well, if you ask the engineers at Callaway, they'll tell you one thing, innovation. And they would know because Callaway's face cup technology has made them the number one irons in golf. The face cup technology that makes their irons tremendously powerful actually came from their fairway woods 
and hybrids, which incidentally, those fairway woods and hybrids continue to outperform the competition. Face cups dramatically increase ball speed across the face, and the second Callaway started engineering irons with face cups, everything changed. Golfers started seeing tremendous gains in distance and forgiveness, and of course, the engineers at Callaway keep on innovating. Steelhead, Big Bertha, and Apex irons are all powered by Callaway's game-changing face cup technology, and they've all made Callaway the number one irons in golf. To learn more about the technology behind the number one irons in golf, go to CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let You Into Golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Vokey SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You Into Golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You Into Golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle. Make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome in the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Thanks to Jeff Rude and America's favorite caddy for joining us in hour number one. Still to come here on the back nine, Thomas Pagel from the USGA will join us. Very uh, pleased and honored to have Thomas join us once again. He's a good friend of ours, and he's a very important person when it comes to the rules and handicapping in the game of golf. He is An amateur status. the guy. Right, and so now we have handicap situation change with the world handicap in play. I don't understand all of it. Thomas is going to help us. Hopefully, in this next hour, you will get an understanding that will help you to know how this is going to affect you, your partner, your playing, all that type of thing in, as it comes to handicapping. Hey, this is a, I'll tell you what, man, this, anytime you start bringing up handicapping, it is uh, quite the Pandora's box, right? I mean, they're, oh, they're handicapping, the way it was meant to be is such a great thing, Bob. Create the, a, player, a level playing field for everybody, yes. The way it ends up being a lot of the times is just the, the most frustrating thing about the game of golf. Cheating. Right. Right. That is exactly what it is. It's exactly <laughs> what it is. Sandbagging cheaters. And it's cheating before you even tee off. That's you, exactly you know, when right. You, when so you the talk, intent is there. Exactly. There's nothing more frustrating than entering a tournament, playing your heart out, 
go in there and see somebody wins the net by like 30 shots. And I'm exaggerating, but you know, a a large number, they might shoot 80 when they're an 18 handicap for a net, you know, 64 or something like that. And you're going, Hey, (laughs) wait, what? Anyway, it's 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 an interesting topic. I'm I'm anxious to hear what Thomas has to say. We also still came off uh, came off hour number one with uh, a, a, an hour long discussion about heckling in the game of golf. I I'm glad you read the Bobby Jones Creed that is yeah. in the Spectator Guide. I tend to fall in that line as well, Bob, and I think that's what makes the Masters so unique and something you can appreciate. Is that the only thing I would say is the difficulty with communicating one with another. Yes. If you're there with a group watching and you get separated, trying to find that person, that's what that's the o- that's the only thing I could see that you would want to take away. And, and I agree with you. Um, but the decorum is expected and the people live up to that expectation. Otherwise, they're taken off the property. The only thing I would say about that creed is, unfortunately, the patron, quote unquote, doesn't seem to be the same as it was back then because you don't see the same people over and over again at Augusta. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. We'll continue the conversation. Thomas Pagel joins us right here on the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the epic flash with flash face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. At the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills. And help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. 
Callaway Senior Director of Brand Management, Dave Neville. What makes Jaws the most aggressive groove in golf? What really grabs the ball where you get the spin from is the edge of the groove. We've been able to make a really, really tight edge radius using some of the proprietary tools that we have. And then in between each groove, we have that groove and groove technology, which are little micro positives that help grab the ball. So you have these 84 contact points on the face to grab the ball and just give you a tremendous amount of spin. Order Jaws today at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks again for joining us. We're really excited about this next opportunity because I think uh, along with myself, I think there's a lot of people who have questions about what the new World Handicap uh, system means to them, to the tournaments that they're going to play in, to their playing partners, to their club, all that type of thing, course ratings. Me too, and- Brian. Me too. Right. Uh, well, I didn't mean to exclude you. In I got that my statement. amateur status back. Me too. Uh, and 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 we're proud of that. So uh, <laughs> hopefully that this uh, continues to uh, further scrutinize your handicap so that I can have a chance to beat you at some yeah. point in time or helps me out in some way. All right, I just got to get better. That's what it comes down to, Bob. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, we're really pleased. We're going to find out exactly how this all works from the man himself, Thomas Pagel, Senior Managing Director of Governance for the United States Golf Association. Thomas, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year yeah, to you. you really, really appreciate you taking some time to join us. Uh, you're always very kind with your time, and, uh, and we do appreciate that. So I guess, first off, man, uh, here we go. January, the new World Handicap System is in place. Let's just start out, maybe give, give us the general statement of, of what this means. Wow, it's, uh, it's going to be tough for, for me to keep that quick. I mean, it, <laughs> it, this means so much. I mean, this is a, it, it's really a great thing for the game, the global game. Uh, if you look at where we were previously, there were six handicap authorities uh, throughout the world that were calculating handicaps, golf handicaps differently. You had the USGA system used in a big part of the world, but you had Golf Australia and Argentina and Congo, who oversees the UK, uh, the European Golf Association. And so what we were finding is as this world becomes increasingly borderless and people travel and they play more, you couldn't play equitably or fairly with counterparts from other parts of the world because all of our handicaps were done differently. Some of the systems only allowed for you to post tournament scores. Some of the systems were focused on a stable third or points-based format. And so, you know, in the U.S., if you were to go play from somebody from the U.K., you were going to get your clock cleaned because the handicaps were calculated differently. And so about seven years ago, uh, Mike Davis and Peter Dawson, who was then the uh, chief executive for the RNA, got together and said, let's Let's be uh, bold here and take on an initiative to try and create a system where we can have a single worldwide handicap system. And that's exactly what, what we've done. So it's been a journey. Uh, as you can imagine, taking six systems, which are all based on, on, on specifications and algorithms and combining them into one is, is not an easy task, especially when you're dealing with different golfing cultures. Uh, but our team has done that. And so now, as of January 1st this year, we're excited that we've now launched the World Handicap System. Uh, we've implemented it immediately here in the U.S. And over the course of the next probably nine to ten months, you're going to see a rolling implementation throughout the world. And, and geez, at the end of this year, every single handicap uh, for every golfer around the globe will be calculated in the same way. So, again, can't keep it short, but it, this is a big deal for the game of golf. Well, and, and, and the USGA and the RNA, they're their governing rules of the, for golf um, throughout the world. And so for this to all come together, yeah, it's a big deal. 
it, it, you know, again, it was a, it was a monumental effort. This is a space where at the USGA, our handicap system, we have a, over a hundred years of experience and uh, sweat equity that's been put into that system. Um, and, and so certainly we didn't want to lose that or abandon that, but for the, for the betterment of the game, the best thing for the game was to try and develop a single system. And for all your listeners out there, I know we're going to get into what does this mean for me? The one thing I, I try and tell folks here in the U S is take some comfort. You are going to notice some changes, but the amount of change we're going to experience here in the U S is far less significant than what others will experience throughout the world. And what I mean by that is this world handicap system. It's primarily based on the system that we've been using here in the U S for over a hundred years. Thomas Pagel, United States golf association joining us here on real golf radio. So let's start to get to the, some of the nitty gritty. And I, I think that on your website, if you go to USGA.org, um, and I believe it's just slash WHS, uh, will take Correct. you to the World Handicap System. And th- this little infographic, five things to know about the World Handicap System, I, I think that's a good place to start. There, there's other things that come off of that, but um, the, the Handicap Index calculation is changing. I think that's something that we're – for me, I didn't ever under completely understand slope rating. I, I knew kind of that it related to the difficulty of the golf course and how that affected my handicap and on that particular course. But talk about how this uh, handicap index calculation, what, what are the changes in, under the new system? Yeah, th- this one, this is actually for, for those of us that are not mathematicians by background, this is a, a fantastic change, right? So the old system, we used to take the best 10 of 20 scores or your score differentials where you use the course handicap or course rating, slope rating, and you come up with a number. We take the best 10 of 20, but then we had what we call this bonus for excellence where we multiply it by 0.96. So it wasn't truly an average because we were taking a part or we, we were taking a good chunk of that away. Um, and now under the new system, it is truly a system where we're going to take the best eight of 20. So no longer 10, we're going to go with eight scores and we're just going to take the average of the differentials. Uh, so it becomes a little simpler. You don't have this additional, um, uh, calculation you have to go through. So at the, when, when you get your handicap revision and you see the little stars next to the, the scores, those are the scores that the eight scores out of the 20 that were used. And we're just taking an average of, of those. So it's a much simpler approach. Um, frankly, um, when, when you look at that output or that handicap index. All right, and it also I like is, is was that, I assume that was intentional going from ten to eight so that it's a little bit more um, relevant to your latest rounds. Also, uh, along with that, you're also going to see daily postings and daily updates and revisions to your handicap as opposed to the old twice a month uh, situation, right? Uh, that, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, so back to the eight of twenty. Yeah, I mean, it truly is reflective of your potential. That's what the handicap system is designed to capture. It's not. You know, what is your best score? What's your worst score? It's what's your potential as a golfer? And, and eight of 20 does that. And I should have said the first time, you know, on January 1st, when, when folks woke up, they may have noticed their handicap index changed. Uh, for some people like myself, I didn't change at all. I had the same handicap index I did on January 1st using the eight of 10 as I did using, or using eight of 20 as I did using 10 of 20 with the bonus of excellence. But there are folks that could change maybe by a stroke. Um, we're not seeing significant swings, but there, there are some folks that would have noticed that. Um, as it relates to the, the daily updates, again, this is uh, an attempt for, for the system to be more responsive before the system would update on the 1st and 15th. And so as you're posting rounds, they would sit there and you'd have to wait for them before your handicap would take effect. Now, if you go out and you post a score, you wake up the next day, your handicap's going to be updated. We're going to have daily revision. So it's much more responsive and you can, you can watch your trend as a golfer happen more in real time than waiting those, those two weeks. 
Well, the other thing I liked about it was, you know, on on any certain or specific day, um, the golf course could play totally different than than it did the day before under calm conditions or whatever. You might have windy weather, you know, tough conditions, and and that comes into effect to help out with with the handicap as well. Yeah, and this one, Bob, this is really cool. So this is what we call our playing course conditions, and and it's not it's it's a pretty conservative. Uh, calculation. It's not going to happen often, but as you're saying, if you're playing a golf course uh, and it's really windy and it's rainy and you're out there with your friends and you post your score, the system's going to automatically notice and say, okay, I've seen that most people that are posting scores today, their scores are higher than what they knew, what they normally post. And the scores overall on the golf course are higher than what the course rating would typically dictate. And it will go in and kick out an al- algorithm and, and adjust back to what would be more normal conditions. And so you don't have to feel like, man, it was rainy. It was windy. This score is going to kill my handicap. I don't, I don't want to use it. Go ahead and post it. The system will take care of it for you. Uh, we want people out there enjoying golf and posting scores and, and we'll let the uh, system do the calculations in the background. All right. So let's talk about the net. Actually, we're up against a break. Hang on one second. Are you okay to hang on for a sec, Thomas? Yeah, absolutely. All right, appreciate it. Okay, we're going to take a short break. We'll come back. We still got to get into what net double bogey, replacing equitable stroke, all that kind of stuff. We'll get into all that next. Thomas Pagel joining us here, talking about the new world handicap system. It's now operational and govern governing your handicap as it relates to uh, amateur status. So we'll talk about that as we continue next, right here on Real Golf Radio. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. 
Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show, uh, Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. Continue to be joined by the USGA's Thomas Pagel. All right, Thomas, again, thanks for hanging on. We appreciate that. So talking about the World Handicap System and, and how what changes we're going to see as amateurs and how it affects us and our play, can you address this um, I, this idea of a playing handicap and, and how it, what does that mean? What, how is that different than a course handicap? Yeah, you know, it, it will largely be the same, uh, but we did introduce a new term, playing handicap, which indicates if you were to play a different format outside of individual stroke play, there oftentimes is, is an allocation that you're given. So if you're playing in a, in a four-ball event, for example, you're not getting 100% of your handicap. Uh, you're going to get, what is it, I think 90%. And so you have a course handicap, which would be at 100%. But the playing handicap is just the adjustment to say, no, no, Brian, you're not getting 100 today. You're going to play at 90% of your handicap that is your playing handicap for today. So it's really an attempt to introduce this new concept so that you can understand the difference of, okay, if I were getting 100% of my strokes, I'd be at X. But today, because I'm getting only a certain percentage, I'm at Y, and the Y is my playing handicap. Interesting. Okay, explain it to me like I'm five. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite Michael Scott comment. You know, he's trying to figure out the surplus, but but yeah. I, I, so, but breaking that down, the, the idea being this: this is the whole thing is to try to keep the game equitable, right? I mean, I think we've all one of the biggest things that's distressing to us is when, when you find yourself in a tournament and somebody just posts a ridiculously low score based on their handicap. So that, that come, it, it makes it difficult. That takes out the whole equitable part of it. That's the reason for handicaps. So I assume this helps all these efforts are to keep that equitable play. Right. And, and I think there is something in the new world handicap that allows for some adjustments. If, if that scenario were to take place. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And, and the old system had it as well, but the new system has, uh, a mechanism that might kick in a little bit easier, but it also has some other protections against it. As you said, I mean, the principle for a handicap system is to be able to promote fun and fair play or that equitable play as you described it. And in order for that to happen, you, you, first of all, you need to rely on the integrity of the players and posting scores. And I think that as golfers inherently that that's, that's what we do. But if somebody were to go out and play in a tournament and they were to shoot an exceptional score, the system recognizes that. And if it's, more than a certain number of strokes better than their handicap index, it is going to automatically kick in and adjust their handicap index again so that it's more reflective of their potential as a golfer. And they've just shown through this exceptional score that their potential as a golfer is perhaps better than what their handicap index might suggest. 
And so it will, it will kick in. And then on top of that, this, this system also uh, includes some new safeguards, what we have, what we call caps, right? So we have uh, a soft cap and a hard cap. And essentially these caps without going into the calculations limit the amount that a player's handicap can go up from uh, uh, revision to revision, but also over a 12 month period. So if you were to start uh, the year as a five handicap, this system is going to make sure that you're not going to go up and, and six months from now be a 15. It's going to kick in and cap and say, whoa, whoa, Brian, your potential as a golfer is actually this, at least what you've shown in the last 12 months. And while your scores might be trending a little bit higher, we're actually not going to raise your handicap index up at that rate because we want it to reflect the potential that you've shown in the past. So again, there's some safeguards and measures that we, that we've put in there because at the end of the day, it is about uh, promoting that fun and fair play. So a question for you then in, in a tournament setting, um, is that, is that going to be a, a sliding scale handicap since it's be being, um, renewed daily and that kind of thing? Can, can you technically go into, into a, you know, like the art city amateur here in Utah, can you go play that event? And like on the first round, you, you know, you shoot your handicap at the second round, you, you know, it, your handicap stays the same or you shoot a good score, or you shoot a bad score. Does, does that go into effect in play or just daily play? It, it, so, so the, for tournament play, you're not going to have to worry about a sliding scale. What we recommended for administrators is, you know what, pick your cutoff date because, and, and having sat behind the desk and run a number of, of sure. both club and, and state level competitions, I sympathize with this. You can't, you can only imagine, I just accepted a hundred entries. I have to cut this off at some point. And so what we're recommending is go ahead and probably pick the first or the 15th and say, I'm going to use handicaps as of the first of this month, even if the tournament's not played till let's say the sixth. And what that does is that allows the administrator to go in, get the tournament set up in the computer, get the scorecards printed, get the scoreboards done. And then, you know what, just go ahead and stick with those handicaps that were generated on the first, even though his scores are posting handicaps are updating. It's just, it's, I mean, it's, it's a practical approach more than anything. All right, Thomas. So in the beginning, you told us that uh, this, one of the reasons for having this was to help everyone around the world. If you're playing different courses, does this mean that if you play the same golf course, you know, your home club, you play it every day. Uh, we talk about this at Alpine Country Club a lot, that the handy, our, our Alpine handicaps don't travel very well. You, if you play Alpine every day, you can, you, you, your, your score might be, uh, your handicap might be quite a bit lower than if you just showed up at Torrey Pine South, for instance, and, you know, as a one handicap, you're probably not shooting 73, 74 uh, based on uh, the difficulty of that golf course. It, or, or, so how, do, how does that travel? Does it help with handicaps traveling? Does it take that into consideration? Yeah, I mean the the biggest thing, and and this is this existed in the old system as well. Is is you know you, you're not going to shoot to your handicap or play to your handicap, excuse me, every round you play, right? Because your handicap is your potential, and so you're going to have those bad rounds. You're going to have or or even those sort of mildly average rounds where you say, okay, well, uh, my handicap would have me shooting 80 today, but I shot an 83. Well, that's that's still normal within your sort of playing records and and to be uh, expected. Now, what, what kicks in, though, is when we're talking about your target score, what you should be shooting, you have to look at your course rating and your slope rating, so the adjustment. So it's not to par, but it's actually what, what par would be or what your course handicap would be using both uh, that course rating and slope rating. And so if I have a course handicap of a 5 and I'm playing a, a golf course that has a, a par of 72, my target score for that day is going to be a, a 77. 
And so that's what, if I were to play to my handicap and play well, that's what I should expect to mm-hmm. score. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Thomas Pagel joining us here, United States Golf Association on Real Golf Radio. All right. So if we, if, I, if I'm writing down some things, we got daily posting and revising. We got a playing handicap. We got caps on the highs and low swings throughout the year to try to limit the, the, you know, the, 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 the flux, I guess. We have weather and course condition factor, which maybe, maybe you could touch on that a little bit more. I think that's interesting. That, that's just built into the algorithm. So if everybody on that golf course is shooting higher than normal scores that day, it's going to, Yep. add some calculation in uh, just automatically, right? That, that's exactly right. And that's where, uh, again, it's uh, the system's going to do the work in the background, but if it recognizes that scores are abnormally high or abnormally low, it, it'll kick in and adjust because again, the system wants to be reflective of, of your potential and, and try and uh, wash out some of that noise that might come with, with weather. So of the things that I mentioned, what, what am I missing? What are, what are some of the other things that are important aspects to the changes? Look, I mean, I, I think uh, uh, one important aspect is going to relate to the course handicap and how course handicap is calculated, whereas now it will take into effect uh, the difference between course rating and par. Uh, under the old system, there was a section called, you know, Section 3-5, which some tournament operators or organizers were familiar with. And what that would say is if you're playing the white tees and I'm playing the blue tees, there would actually be some adjustment between our handicaps because we're not playing from the same tees. So if you're playing the blue, you might get more strokes uh, than, than your course handicap would normally dictate to adjust against me playing from the white. Mm. The new system actually takes into, into account course rating minus par. So it's going to calculate my course handicap uh, or ca- calculate an, an index. And then what it'll do is it'll say, okay, if the course handicap is 74, but it's a par 72 golf course, we're actually going to add two strokes to that, to that uh, number that we just calculated. And so it has this built-in adjustment already done. So we don't have to worry about anymore. Brian, you're playing from the blues. I'm playing from the whites. Let's figure out this secondary calculation because the system's already done it for us. Mm. And, and again, it, it sounds complicated. There are a lot of numbers involved and it can get complicated. It's a calculation, but the, the good news is technology is there to help us. So, you know, you look at apps, like for example, the new gin app app, which was just launched this week, you put in your information, you put in the T's you want to play and it's going to do all the calculations for you. I just signed up for that, by the way, I got updated my new gin app and it looks nice. So well done. Yep. Yeah. So how's uh, room for room for growth? It, it, it'll, it'll continue to improve, but it's out there and we're excited for it. So how's this been received across the world? Uh, not only here in the United States, but how is it being received as the new handicap system for the world, basically? You, you know what? I think uh, we've done uh, such a, 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 well, we've gone through a lot with our partners of the other six existing authorities over the last seven years. So I think the world's been prepared for this, the golfing world. And we've seen it actually be very well received. Um, we were talking to our friends from South Africa uh, the other day. And they were ready to start sending in testimonial after testimonial talking about how much they love it. So they didn't wait either. Come January 1st, you know, the, they, they uh, started playing immediately under it. And they're hearing nothing but great things from, from their members. Uh, we're hearing good things here in the U.S. Whereas people are showing up, they're saying, well, wait a minute, why is my cat course handicap a little bit different than it's been? But they go out and they play and they, they sort of begin to understand how the system works. And again, what we're hearing is very, very favorable. So um, but look, I'm, I'm also going to be uh, open and just like with the new rules last year, yeah. uh, there's probably a few things we're going to learn over the course of the next, you know, five or six months is 
balls are put in the air and people start using the system. And if, if there are adjustments to the system we have to make, we're, we're certainly open and, and going to do that and do so quickly. Uh, but we're excited. As I said at the outset, you're taking six different handicap authorities, different uh, golfing cultures from out the world and, and bringing it into one system. And that's a, that's a big thing for our global game. I love it. I appreciate you taking some time to explain it. I, I did want to ask you a year later, um, how, how have you felt about those rules changes? It, it certainly was, was changing the, the look of everything, right? The way people dropped the golf ball, the way, you know, the way they handled um, hazards, uh, you know, or, or, or we don't call them in that anymore. You know, all, there, there's a lot of things that change. Putting with a flag stick in a year later, yep. how, how have you kind of, uh, how do you sit back and look at the changes on those rules? You know what, uh, yeah, it, it was, uh, I, I'm still thrilled with where we've ended up. Uh, there was certainly some points, uh, some challenging points early in the year, but as I just said, you know what, we recognized that that would happen and, and we, we committed to the golf community that we would be responsive and act quickly. And I think that's exactly what we did. And look, you, you reflect on last year and I'm going to, I'm going to knock on wood as we're, as the calendars turned over and we were heading into a new year, but all four majors controversy free. Uh, yeah. You know, you think you get into March, there are very few rules controversies um, from that point forward. And the rule, we don't want the rules to be a headline. We never wanted the rules to be a headline. And, and so the fact that people aren't talking about them as much, the fact that you don't have the controversies, I take that away as a positive. And, and I have to laugh. You know, I was, I was fortunate enough to go to the President's Cup. And as I was walking around refereeing a couple of groups, I'm watching players drop from their knees. And it actually took me a day or two to wait to think to myself, wait a minute, if this were last year, they'd be dropping from the shoulder. So it's, 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 I think become normal now. Um, and again, we continue to hear, hear good things and, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled with where we've ended up. Well, Thomas, we appreciate it. And you know, I have the obligatory, um, question that I, that I have to ask. And that is, are we, <laughs> are we ready to address the divot in the fairway rule? Is it time for 2020? <laughs> every time, every time. I'll every- see if I can move that up the, up the priority list. But, you know, my parting shot for your listeners is it's an outdoor game. <laughs> it's a challenging game. We love to take the good with the bad. You never complain about the good, good lie in the rough. Uh, sometimes you just have to accept what, what you get and, and play hard. I have to ask. I know. I know. I know it's not going anywhere, but I'm going to keep asking Thomas. It's just what I have to do. So. <laughs> You're, you're going to wear me down one of these days. I know it. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for your time. Happy New Year to you. We appreciate you uh, spending uh, the time with us here and helping us understand the new world handicap system. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for having me. Happy New Year. There you go. Thanks, Thomas, Thomas Bagel uh, joining us right here from the USGA. We'll take a short break. We'll wrap up the show next. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. 
And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. Four. We're seeing something. Uh, something is getting closer. Holy. <clears throat> and that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex Irons are the ultimate forged players' distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, Real Golf Radio presented by Callaway Golf. Coming up on Tuesday, the worldwide launch of Maverick, the new drivers, fairway woods, hybrids, and irons all coming up. Be sure to follow Callaway Golf on social media. Follow them on their webpage as well for all of the details on Tuesday of the uh, worldwide launch of Maverick. Also, you can uh, tune into Real Golf Radio next week. We will have in-depth detail about all of that from uh, Callaway and the, themselves. Dave Neville, Senior Director of Brand Management, will join us with the inside scoop on the woods. and uh, It's going to be great. I can't wait for, uh, to hear about it. And uh, Callaway's innovative every single year, this technology now moving into what's Maverick. And by the way, every time I think of that driver, and mm-hmm. then you see the previews for the new Top Gun movie, and it all happens to come out on the same year. I, I don't know that that was coincidental. I'm just saying. Not that anyone from Callaway told me that, but I, I, maybe <laughs> it's not coincidental. So when we're watching a you know, blockbuster movie of the summertime with uh, you know Top Gun returning, we'll think about old Tom Cruise and that his yep. character Mav and Goose and when you tee that sucker up, you know, neg- negative Ghost Rider pattern yep. is full. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, uh, interesting. Uh, really appreciate Thomas uh, for joining us and uh, Thomas Pagel from the USGA and breaking down the world handicap system. If you missed that, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Real Golf, where you can uh, listen to that interview and get all the information you need to know 
about the new world handicap system and how it'll affect you. Also, by the way, give us a follow. If you're not following us, you want to do so, we're going to give away one of those brand new Maverick drivers to one of our Twitter followers. So Twitter is the place you need to go to follow us at Real Golf. And we will be keeping an eye on all of our new followers as well as our loyal followers that have been there. And we will choose random drawing coming up at the end of this month. We will give away a new Maverick driver. So uh, do it now. Tell your friends, share it, and uh, help us continue to grow our uh, audience on social media. All right, uh, Bob, let's, before we uh, talk more of that, uh, just a real, real quick thought on heckling. Because if you missed the first hour, that was our whole topic. Mm-hmm. We, I think we can all agree that the, the sport will continue to evolve and change, but golf is and always has been part of tradition and history and decorum, and I think that needs to stay. I, I like a lot of the new things. Ricky Fowler playing in an untucked Hawaiian shirt. A lot of people have issue with that. You, you should have a golf shirt that you tuck in. Quite frankly, I like that kind of thing. I yeah. like that the Jordans are making golf shoes and they're more athletic looking. I think that's great. I think that there's a lot of things about the game that are evolving and are more sporty, maybe less ca- less uh, um, more casual, less formal. Strict this is the word I'm formal. Yeah. yeah. So some of those things I applaud, but I, I due to the nature of the game, I think heckling, especially introducing betting, where a heckler could literally affect the outcome of a tournament. Sure, they get kicked out, but they might not care because. Their guy won, and they, that's who they bet on. That's the thing I worry about, and so I think there needs to be a trend that maintains the decorum on the golf course. Even if you don't like Patrick Reed and you want to yell at him, I don't think the golf course is the place to do it. I agree. I agree 100%. I, I just keep coming back to the idea that this is a game where, you know, it's it's those are the things that are expected, that tradition, the you know, not making noise when when a player is is hitting a shot or over a shot or hitting a putt or over a putt. Those are all the things that we know and have grown up with in the game. Introducing and infusing this whole new set of of people into the game is what's kind of they don't understand the expectations of of what it is, especially at a PGA Tour event. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're you know if you're playing at your local muni or or whatever, you know, guys are driving around and, you know, one of the things is, you know, you got those little speakers and stuff like that. Guys are playing music. You know, we, you do that. We, you know, we do it when we play golf together and stuff like that. It's just, it makes things a little bit more fun and enjoyable and, and that kind of, kind of thing. But in, in the game of golf, when you're playing professional golf for the amount of money that professionals are playing for, it's common courtesy and etiquette to allow them to perform without being interrupted or being heckled or whatever. I think that's well said, and I'm glad you brought up the music. That is certainly a polarizing discussion as well. Some people think that is absolutely the wrong thing. I mean, if I asked the caddy about it, he'd probably be against it because, again, he yes, likes he this, you know, take a break from all the noise. And I, th- I think there's times when I wouldn't want music playing. There are also times when I enjoy it. If you're just out on a Saturday with some guys, and you're having a good time, and you got a little music. As long my my rule with rule of thumb with music is as long as it's only within your earshot of your golf cart, it's fine. If you're cranking it up to where people can hear you on the next fairway, I think that's crossing the line. Yeah, fair. Yep. Okay, I think that's fair. Hundred percent. Yeah. So anyway, it it is 
it is an interesting topic. I, I will say this. If they're just walking down the fairway and somebody wanted to give them a bad time or rib a player about something they did or what have you, um, I, I think the players need to have some thick skin at that point in time because the fans aren't affecting their swing or their play at, the, at that moment. And they do have the right to sort of share their, their thoughts. Now, if it's over the line and, and, and needs to be warrants a, a kicking the guy out, then that's one thing. But for the most part, I think the players need to have some thick skin as they're just walking around. When they're in their shots, everyone needs to have some respect and allow them to hit their shot. Well, and on, conversely, on the other side of that, you know, when somebody is allowed to do that, then that next step is going to be closer to him performing a shot or during a shot or something like that. So it's, it's tough to police that. And then, um, not expect it to somehow seep into when a guy's performing or trying to execute a shot. Yeah, I get it. And, and by the way, I hate the yelling after the tee shot. Whether it's uh, you, the man, getting the hole, uh, Baba Booey, mashed potatoes, any of that kind of stuff is so annoying. I could do without it's that stupid. for sure. Yep. I would rather hear guys cheer and yell as guys are walking up on the green if they wanted to, rather than off the tee shot. That that's just yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. And people, you know, we think of, we think of Augusta National, and we think of, you know the decorum and stuff like that there. But one of the coolest things in the game of golf is when the guys finish on the 11th hole and they walk up to the 12th tee and everybody starts cheering and clapping for him. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a spectacle. That's, that's awesome. And, and that's what it should be like. Rory said this of the masters a couple of years ago in the Atlanta journal constitution was quoted as saying this golf tournament, this golf club, they do it right. Uh, you have to respect the traditions of the game. And look, I keep saying I'm all for people having a good time. That is uh, what will bring more people into our game and into our sport. But sometimes you just have to remember that it's not quite a football match or whatever. So unquote. Yeah. So that, that was Rory a couple of years ago at Augusta. Uh, and, and I, and I, I agree with him there, there has to be some kind of a balance, but you know what, go have a good time. This isn't your grandpa's PGA tour. And, and I don't need the X GA either. I, you know, we, the PGA is one thing we don't need X GA, that's going to be, you know, the rowdy uh, type of golf. Correct. But it, it, I think you can have fun and enjoy yourself without crossing the line. All right, Bob, a couple other things we got to mention here um, before we leave. And that was, that. by the way, that was all of our discussion in hour number one. So you're welcome to, to cue that up and, and take a listen at your convenience. Um, should mention, speaking of heckling, Sergio turned 40. How about that? <laughs> and boy, he got heckled that year at uh, Bethpage Blank when – he would do what 10, 15, 20, you know, waggles in his, in his, uh, in his golf swing and stuff. And, and gripping what those, those New Yorkers, they lit him up, man. And it got to him and he flipped him off and gotten, you know, I mean, it was a bad deal, right? So uh, yep. Sergio certainly had his, um, time with the hecklers, uh, next week, uh, the big names, not all returning, but it's the first event back on the mainland. Out in the desert, the American Express, hosted by Phil Mickelson. What do you think about Phil now hosting on the PGA Tour? Well, that event was the old Bob Hope Desert Classic. They play on a rotation or a rota of three three golf courses. Um, I can remember going there with my dad when I was a kid. We'd we'd always go there for the weekend, uh, the Bob Hope. Um, Drive over the mountain from San Diego. Uh, through Hemet and right down into Palm Springs and and the Coachella Valley, and we'd watch that golf tournament. 
Yeah, there were presidents that played. There were uh, politicians that played. There were uh, actors and actresses and comedians and all that kind of thing. It was a fun event. In fact, my dad played with Evil Knievel one year. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And as a kid, uh, that was probably the best one. Oh, yeah. It was. I mean, <laughs> it was really cool to be able to see him and that kind of thing. So um, this is a fun event. They get um, it used to be 90, 90 holes. It used to be five rounds, but now it's only four again. Um, but it's it's a fun event. And Palm Springs is awesome this yeah. time of year. Yeah. So that that's taking place next week. Big names all returning to Torrey Pines. We're going to see, you know, basically the who's who, including Tiger Woods. Everyone anxious to see how Tiger's going to continue yep. to play. I, we mentioned this in our show last week, but big expectations for Tiger in 2020. The guy is just seems to have his game back almost to 2000 form. It's, it seems easy for him, and we know if he's not thinking swing – and he's just working on uh, winning golf tournaments. The the mental yep. that fifteenth club, which is his mental toughness, uh, that that'll kick in again. And he's certainly learned how to win. And I, I uh, again, and I expect him to win more. I think he's a multiple winner in twenty twenty. This is his first opportunity to get to eighty three wins, so the most ever by a PGA Tour player. He's tied with Tam, with uh, Sam Snead right now at at eighty two. Um, so this is this is, gives him a chance to get to 83 and be the winningest golfer of all time. Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that that is crazy. You know, I was just I was just looking at um, you know we were talking about about um, guys that have won and how many tournaments they've won before the age of 30 or um, 27. Tiger Woods by the time he was 27. Okay, Justin Thomas just did 12. Tiger Woods before the age of 27, he had 34 wins. That's amazing, isn't it? 34 wins. Jack had 20. You know, the key is, Bob, you know, you talk about shooting your age. How about winning your age? <laughs> eclipsing. Winning before your age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, eclipsing your age in wins, right? I mean, you got, you, got, you got JT. We're celebrating the fact that, by the way, he says he's not celebrating. Just clarification. He's like, I'm not yeah. celebrating 12. I don't think it's anything to talk about. It's, I'm going to enjoy it, and then I'm moving on try to get 13. But, He's got 12 at 27. You know, yes. Tiger's got 34, had 34 at 27, and now has 82 at 44. So yeah. he's, you think about that almost doubling it up. And, you know, hey, if he has a year, he has a year and wins, wins uh, six, he'll be double the age, you know, get 88 by 44. That'd be pretty <laughs> impressive. Yeah, pretty cool. So, like you said, uh, next week, Torrey Pines Tiger's coming back. Roy McElroy is committed to play. Jason Day's going to play. Uh, Xander Shoffley, of course, Brooks Kepka, uh, Tony Finau will be there. There's going to be a lot of big names in San Diego. That's going to be a great event. You know, last week we talked about those who we expect to have a big year, and we talked about some of the hottest players. Justin Thomas was one that I mentioned mm-hmm. as being one of the hottest players, and he goes out and wins. I'll, I'll, he kind of kind of won ugly at the end there, but he did get the W, and uh, I expect, again, big things from him. But Brooks Kepka is a big question mark, right? We haven't seen him. He missed the President's Cup, missed Tiger's event, all with that coming off that surgery. And so what is – what is Brooks going to do, and how will he continue his hot run, especially as we prepare for major championship season? All those questions that continue to be answered. We'll see him at Torrey Pines. All right, short break. Thanks for joining us. We'll wrap things up next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This 
is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let You Into Golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Boki SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You Into Golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You Into Golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show. Thanks so much to uh, our great sponsor, Callaway Golf. Don't forget, coming up on Tuesday, the launch of the Maverick Woods, Irons, Fairway Woods, Hybrids, everything. Uh, be sure to tune in to all their social channels and tune in next week to Real Golf Radio for inside details on the new release of the Maverick Driver, Fairway Woods, Irons, and such. So uh, we look forward to that. Uh, you can I'm find them at CallawayGolf.com. What's that? Aren't we giving one of those away, too? Thank you very much, Bob. We are, in fact, giving one of those away. So if you are not following us on Twitter, at Real Golf, you're going to want to do that. And uh, follow us on Instagram, Real Golf Radio, is where you can find us there. couple chances to win a Maverick driver, brand new, from Callaway Golf. So we'll be telling you more about that and posting on social. But if you're not following us, give us a follow. We're giving one away, baby. In fact, we're giving two away. We're giving one away for our Insta followers and one away from our for our Twitter followers. So you got double you the go. chance, man. Load it up. We're bringing it in 2020. Two for yep. 20. That's what we'll call it. A little two for 20. Uh, I like so, it. So 
we're going to continue this conversation about heckling and and what happened with Patrick Reed and all that. I don't think this is going away anytime soon, Bob. No, it's not going to. And and it it keeps getting stirred up because Patrick won't let it won't let it die. And uh, it's it's just something that we're going to have to deal with until something happens where we all decide enough. Yeah. And uh, he's going to have to play a part in that. Also, the World Handicap System, my take on that is I just need to play around with it a little bit, yep. post some scores, see how it works, and, and, and hopefully it becomes a better system. For our producer, Dave Glauser, he's Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks for joining us every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 